Bonnie Scalisi, how are you, everybody? Great to be back. I was uh, Facebook jailed for two days, and it's great to be unjailed. I know, Bonnie, you're free. I haven't been, um, I've never been jailed before um, in real life, physically, because I'm a woman. And um, in Facebook jail, because I've always gotten warned. They didn't even warn you. No, they just silenced me. What's fucked up about that is now, like, like, if you had a, okay, I don't have a kid, but, like, if you have a kid, you sit them down, you go, yo, this is not cool because of A, B, and C. Right, I said, how and can I learn? And they just say, no time out today. Like, it's like, uh, for what? Like, I was being an idiot all day. Like, I don't know what. And not <laughs> like, only that, but like, they didn't know how long it was going to last. Right. It's usually it, like, it was okay, the not knowing. five minutes because you just hit your brother. <laughs> now, right, right, exactly. And, and then now we know that's not okay with Facebook, but they just literally yoinked her up. And um, Bonnie, you want to tell them what the um, you want to tell them what the topic is tonight? Yes, our topic tonight is wildlife, and that is very broad because it it can mean like wildlife with the nature. It could be wildlife in your nightlife. It could be anything that has to do with wildlife. So that is our topic tonight. So start. Uh oh. <laughs> so get your stories ready. A whole bunch of. Our friends are already tuning in. Hi, Bill Hansen. Bill Hansen was in Facebook jail not too long ago, so he knows. Bruno Cupella, how are you? He said, good evening, beautiful girls. Our bestie, Robin DeVito, how are you? David Lange is saying, happy wildflowers night, ladies. Thank you, David. Um, And Jennifer Lentini, I just saw her on Saturday with uh, Esther Forrester, and uh, it was great to see you, Jennifer. You were looking amazing. Um, so, uh, let's see, uh, Mary Underhill, your, your mom is watching. She says, hello, all Adam snare. He goes, what's up wild broads. That's what we really should have named ourselves. Wild broads. I like that better than wildflowers. That's even more, uh, 
that's really more direct. But um, yeah, I, I, I had an interesting week. How about you? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's been, I mean, you were, like you said, you were jailed. Um, yeah, that sucked. Uh, this is the 27th episode of the show. Oh, please subscribe to the, sh- uh, you, Mandy Jones, the comedian on YouTube, uh, on Spotify. That's where you get all the wildflowers stuff. Um, as well as anything that Bonnie and I do, um, in ter- terms of stand up. uh, Calamity Jones Hour is every Friday from eight to nine. Sometimes it's nine to 10. It is eight to nine this week. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much going on. Hi, um, Marsha P- Fitzpatrick. How are you? Um, I do want to fucking salute Texas, opening up businesses a hundred percent. A hundred percent? That's what I heard. Woo! I heard, uh, that April 2nd, the comedy clubs are allowed to reopen, at 35% capacities, but at least that's a start, you know, so I was happy to hear that. Yeah, because we gotta live, guys. Get busy living or you're you want, yeah. dying, seriously. You know, if you can, if we can go out and see a concert, like, we, we can go out and see comedy. And honestly, if you're making a pizza or like uh, doing something that's like over my food, please still wear a mask. Like, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, and all these places now are not going to like a lot of that stuff's not going to go back. But like the people going in who just wear the mask to, to from the door to the seat. Um, you know, they're going to remove that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Even uh, in well, Texas? Uh, even in Texas. I mean, but, I mean, that's why that's. That's just what I heard. Well, I mean, Marsh, I'm just I'm mis I'm very misinformed. Like I could be totally lying to you guys right now. But Marsha Fitzpatrick, everything's bigger in Texas. She's uh, sharing from Indiana, and thank you for reminding me, Marsha. Can everyone please press the share button right now and share the show? Oh, yeah. We really appreciate it. Well, Did we Mar- share it on Marcia, our guest page? When yeah, when, well, I just I tagged his name. I wrote his name on there. Uh, I didn't take his phone from me physically. Oh, um, Cedric Cooks, how are you? Cedric uh, said uh, Texas is his home state. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look who's out of jail. Yes, Bonnie. They let her out. <laughs> they let me that. out. And then I posted like a fiend. <laughs> I know. I was like, getting it put back in. I was going to tell you to not I went, post, I, but then I, I went knew, nuts. I knew it would have been like reverse psychology with a kid. Like if I was like, Bonnie, don't post, you'll get put in jail. You're like, watch me. Like, <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, I'm just going to let her post. And Jim Ray is saying, Jim, Jim, our, 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 our other p- third partner from <laughs> fr- from that he said the comedy club should book me so the place will be packed. LOL. Yes, Jim, you do have a lot of really good friends, and uh, I and I, I fat wallet and you pay your <laughs> friends to come to the comedy club, which all good comedians do. do. Da- David Lines is saying is Mandy's mic transmitting. Bonnie sounds clear, but Mandy sounds a little distant. Distant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yes, uh, Bruno, I love Texas too. Everyone loves Texas. So uh, I'm go- should we introduce our guest? Yeah, our, I think so. our guest. We are really, really lucky to have this guest. Um, very excited about it. He is a comedian and a musician. I wanted to say a whole lot more, but he said, just say that. Yeah, yeah. Joe Curry. Hi. Woo! Thank you. Glad to be here. They gave me a comfortable chair to sit in. <laughs> He said I, it was like an Archie Bunker chair. It's a, they took, they redid my chair. They read it there. Who did my chair here? Started calling us dingbats automatically. No. I also, well, I was saying before, I feel like like the, I'm an elderly person that they found. I'm cold. Where am I? Where? Yeah, it's a, it's a very comfortable chair. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's yeah. my chair when I come here. That was a, uh, that's been in my, it's funny, all in the family. That has oh, I love that show. I love that show. Family. One of my favorite shows Me ever, too. ever. My favorite show. 
And David Lange is saying, don't, it didn't mean to be the official roadie of the wildflowers, but sound check, sound check. Oh, no, we appreciate, we appreciate, um, yeah, no, we appreciate when you say it. that. And, then you, and sometimes I think you guys are just fucking with me to see how, how much I'll fucking use a, a jacked up alligator clip <laughs> to my bra. <laughs> and, Creeps. And Creeps. My, my good friend Will Romero is watching and uh, we're going to be starting up a, a mic called the Jutino because I'm Jewish and he's Latino. So that's going to be the name of our new mic. But we can't say anything about it, Will, yet, just yet. That We have to my keep mom, that under wraps. My mom's saying I didn't want to say anything. My mom's that tired of getting yelled at by me. Every time the sound... It's true, Amanda. Okay, Mom, thank you. Now now another stranger has... has... How about since I took the little thing off, guys? How about now? Is Can you hear her now? Better? Can you? It's like that Verizon okay, commercial. Can you hear me now? Can, Can you hear me, hear me now? Now, now um, I, I met you uh, performing in the little room, and you were so nice to me. You were the host. Well, yeah, but... And you were like... I, I said, stay close, because when I get... When I get up there, I get nervous, and sometimes I end before my time. And you're like, "Well, well, say slow down, yeah, and just, you know, be confident and just say your piece and take your full time." Yeah, and take I'm your like, full time. "Just be ready to get you off the stage." Yeah, no, you know, you work hard, you work hard to get stage time, and when you're actually got it, I mean, look, believe but that's me, that's how I, we first met. Yeah. Bu- bu- <laughs> Believe me, it's like when I do stage time, I take every second and savor it. No, sometimes I'm, you know, I'm like, well, I'm done now. I got to go. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, it's like, you know, if you got the stuff and you got the time, do the time, you know? So many people go over their time, you know? It's yeah, I, I definitely go never go over the time. I yeah. might go under the time, but never, never over. <laughs> um, you, they said your sound is good. Thank you, Bruno. Jim Reyes said Mike's wife is a ball buster as a judge now. I know why. Mike's com- Mike complains. Who? Would- Jim, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, Mike who? This is Joe Curry, Jim. <laughs> like- Jim is mine. Yeah. Um, we did, but we are going to talk about um, wild- wildlife. Wildlife. Yes, so, the guys, wildlife. Who has wildlife stories? Um, I don't know if Nancy Weem, I don't know if she's on here right now, but she lives out in Tennessee and she's always taking pictures of deer in her yard and Birds. That's how we got the ideas. Yeah. Bees. I mean, I know you're always taking pictures of deer. Oh, well, my babies, yes. Uh, and, Do you feed them? You... Yes. Ah. But don't tell. Don't tell the neighborhood. I know. Then, yeah, it's on the feeding a bay to deer a bay. It's a whole thing. My sister started feeding deer when she had a house out in Santa Maria's, uh, and she she went to the like local nursery and like asking for deer food, and they were like. For what? Like, you know, because they think you're going to shoot them. And yeah, she's right. So look at them. And then she's like, oh, it's yeah, like kind of like a bait. You gotta tell, tell her to go to Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply has crack corn, deer corn, you know, and they're <laughs> and a good place. Then, and then, she, and then, no joke, it, uh, like two months later, her yard is infested with deer. And she's like, shoot them. No. Like, shoot them. No. My, the deer, the deer that like, I had. Big rodents. <laughs> I'm like, you're fucking horrible. No, what, no, they get, what, what happens is they, t- they, they turn into a bunch of princesses. You know, because we play this game. Like, if I get up late, I'll open up my bedroom window, and there's the deal like this. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> you like Cinderella yeah. getting up. Like, I'll be right <laughs> out. Yeah. I'll be right out. Let me get the crack one. Now, there's, there's a big game that we play. It's like, all right, I go outside. Oh, here comes the predator. Oh, the predator that feeds you. And then they run, but only run a certain amount. And then I put the food. Now they start coming back, and now I want to feed the birds. 
And then they get up. Oh, oh, gee, I, would you would just sit there? I gotta feed the birds. Hold on. Everybody gets their moment. Yeah, and then, and then they come, and then they they start eating and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, there's a I got woods, and in the woods, maybe about fifty yards back, there's a fence. And and in the smallest perfect thing, they're on the other side of the fence. And I throw the food. They give me a dirty look. I'm not Ubering this stuff to you. You're wild animals. I mean, really. They should be lucky you're giving them anything. Yeah. Um, Robin DeVito saying wildlife like having sex on the golf course. Yeah. Yes, anything Which like that. Call, anything like that. They call we're starting with deer, and then we're going to work our way up to the things rabbits. like that. And we'll, we'll, that's what you call a hole-in-one. Yes, it? Uh-huh. yes. And, and Jim, I still have no idea who Michael from comedy is. So, I, you know, there's a million Michaels in comedy, I'm sure. Yeah. Do you know any Michael from comedy? I don't know. Michael from comedy. I've come, Michael, <laughs> I've come from comedy. <laughs> I brought a rubber chicken as well to prove Oh, to Michael you. Friedman. I, 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 okay, I didn't see Michael Friedman on, on uh, Esther's show, so that's why I didn't get what you were talking about. Oh, yeah, I, I remember he used to come into my open mic and his whole bit about his wife, you, you, would, you would wonder why his wife was still alive. He, he talked such venom about her. <laughs> That is, it's amazing. Oh, he I've didn't done kill that. Her. I've done that one. I think married. we've all done that with our spouses. So. I, I, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> when I was going, if you're not openly talking about planning the murder, there's a problem. Well. If you're like <laughs> quietly planning the murder, there's a, there's like a big problem. All right, so, all right. So we'll just share how horrible I am. The other day, my husband says that um, he's like, if I, if my black suit ever doesn't fit me. I've been too. I get too fat. Like I've, I've been. I've gotten too fat, and I need to start running or something. I was like, "Oh, wouldn't that be horrible?" I was like, "If I die, I was like, I'm gonna die, and that's gonna be. You're gonna need to wear the black suit, <laughs> and you're gonna be too fat, and you're not even gonna be able to fit in it." He'll have he'll have to like squeeze himself <laughs> like, into it. You're well, you could, horrible. You could wait till he decomposes a little bit, and then he should be right, right, fit right in here. <laughs> so Bruno says to Robin, "You want to go golfing?" <laughs> That's pretty funny, Bruno. Um, Jim Ray wants to know why you're drinking water. You should be drinking hard liquor. Uh because I have to drive. Yeah. If you want to explain to oh, the police, yeah. yeah. Jim Jim was saying he's he had an Uber. Because right. he, when he was our guest, he right. was drinking hard liquor. That's right. So he, uh, I actually pulled up right behind, uh, right behind him at, um, in front of Mandy's house. Yeah. So um, you I, had an, did he have an Uber because he doesn't he have a car, or an Uber that he just was going to be totally drunk? He Jim's job has like it, it arranges for him to be picked up by like an Uber like, yeah. thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> what kind of occupation could yeah, that be? <laughs> But, we, is it, is it, does it have to do with crime? Yeah. <laughs> we'll come and we'll come and get you. Just late stay night right chauffeurs. There. I guess I think it's the name of the the, the company. Late night chauffeurs. They gotcha. drove my, his car home, so he drives the car here. They then he, they come and he gives them the keys, and they drive him home, and somebody else drives his car home. Hmm. Very interesting, Jim. <laughs> Jim Ray is quite a character. I, I, the, the show's only an hour. Can you wait? <laughs> Look, believe me, I love drinking. But, but I, you know, I like responsibility, too. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Speaking of I, responsibility, you have cats, right? No, no cats. No cats. What you, aren't you posting pictures of cats ever? Um, some, if I see somebody's cat on there. Friends, I'll, I'll, cat? I'll, friends cats. I'll comment on Fred's cat. I, I just... I, I'm just crazy about it. I, will, I have I, uh, the two cats that I do I post. Do 
Anthony, uh, Anthony Cumier of uh, Opie and Anthony is one of my best friends, and he's got his big house. He's got uh, his. He's got two Bengal cats. Okay. Beavis, and you have Neo. Oh, and... it should be Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Beavis could be a Butthead sometimes, but they're be- beautiful animals, and uh, you know, I'll go over there and I'll take pictures of that and post those guys, you know, those cats. So that's if you're seeing cats on my page, that's Beavis and Neo. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, Pat Marone, he was our guest last week. Oh, Pat, hi, said, how, how you doing? doing everybody? How's it going, buddy? Um, you know, I, we want, I, I wanted to educate myself because uh, when we met, we, we've seen each other at uh, an open mic, and that's yes. how I asked you to be on the show. Right. And you were talking about Opie and Anthony, and right. my boyfriend was listening, and I have no idea who Opie, Opie and Anthony is or... Who Anthony Cumia is, then. and my boyfriend knew, and he's like, "That's like not knowing who Howard Stern is." Yeah, because they were you they know? were as big as Stern. What happened See, was I listened to Stern. Uh, were they on at like the same time? No, they were at uh, they were uh, Howard would be on in the mornings, and those guys were mostly on the afternoons. There was a point that they were both doing mornings, competing, but the shows were ju- were phenomenally big. Well, he and- showed me a couple of clips from. Uh, Opie and Anthony last night that I laughed my ass off. It was just the audio, yeah. and it said "Wow" across it. And I was saying, I was telling you, it wouldn't. You know, I don't think that they would be allowed to do anything close to that today. You couldn't. The, yeah. you couldn't. The stuff they, Hi, they did. Sorry. The fifty, the fifty-gallon drum challenge. Uh, oh, didn't they get fired because they said that in Boston that something with the. What happened was, what happened was, they were uh, up in uh, WAAF. Uh, it was the, the the big rock station in Boston, and what they did was, as a, a, uh, April Fool's prank, they said that Mayor Menino died in a crash, and it wasn't true. And it wasn't true, and uh, it caught a lot a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. They got suspended and stuff like that. But the backstory was that they already were in in negotiations to go to WNEW in the oh, city. Oh, so they kind of were like. What the they heck, they screwed know? up. They screwed up, but they did have a catch-all on that. Uh, the biggest thing that they did that got him in major league trouble was uh, called Sex for Sam. My, uh, Michael told me yeah. they had sex in different places. Uh, yeah, and what happened was is that uh, there was a comic. See, uh, we have to up our game. Do you know, you know, learn. Like <laughs> and oh god, the, the guy, the comic escapes me. But what happened? He was with his couple, and he decided to have uh, sex in St. Patrick's Cathedral. And, uh, and not just any kind of sex, anal sex. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, Freak sex. Yes. Right. So what happened was is that usually they, they, they could have just ran, but they wound up getting caught. And uh, there was a whole big controversy. And those guys got suspended for uh, over a year. You know, but wow. they got paid paid suspension and stuff like that. But they wanted to do their their, uh, their gig. And then they got back onto uh, um, Sirius XM. They got XM, and he also had a great deal where when Howard Stern left K-Rock, they were going to have David Lee Roth replace Howard Stern. I listened to, I was a Stern, but, you know, I listened to him every morning on my way to work, and then he left for Sirius. Yeah. And I didn't know how to do that technologically. It wasn't even the money. I think I know the word. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I would have paid for it, but I didn't know how. And then he was like, all my followers, I thought they would follow me. And they ditched me like they're so cheap, and it had yeah. nothing to do with being cheap. I just didn't know how to do it. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a federal case to hook all that stuff up, you know. And he was so angry because the FCC kept 
censoring and censoring on series, you can pretty much do anything you want. At that at that time, yes. Now, now are they being more monitored? Oh uh, yeah. Oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there was. Uh, so what happened was is that David Lee Roth wasn't doing that well, and um, he sucked. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, I know who David Lee Roth is. I like that that song he sings. You know. <laughs> Did you, Nana? <laughs> he sings that song. It's so nice. What's it? Uh, Just the, a gigolo. The, the, is no, that the song? No, no, the other one. The other one. <laughs> the song. Let's get. Anyway, he sucked as a rate. You know, he thought it would be so easy. I just have to get on the radio and talk. He was so boring, and I was like, I listened to him. I gave him a, a like two weeks. I think I gave him. And right. then I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Well, what happened? Apparently, the management of K-Rock thought the same thing. And, yeah, he uh, sucked. Those guys, those guys were on XM. They had their own show on XM. And it was the last... And they really weren't thrilled... Um, K-Rock really wasn't thrilled about bringing those guys back. They really weren't. But they had no choice. So what they did was they offered them a deal where you could do two hours in the morning and then go do your XM show, which infuriated Howard Stern because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. These guys wound up getting. So what, what happened wow, was they wound I didn't up. Know that. Yeah, they wound up getting they were on K Rock uh for about two hours in the morning, did the remainder of the show on XM, and then what happened is K Rock changed format. So now they had their full XM show. Those guys were on XM for a while. And what happened in nineteen uh there's a two thousand fourteen, two thousand fourteen, Ant was in a city and he was had a camera and he was taking some pictures. And he was taking a picture of this one woman who was a prostitute or something, and she hit him and stuff like that. And it was the 4th of July weekend, and Ant was just tweeting stuff about it. And then XM heard about it and said, well, he's fired. He said, you know, this thing, you know. And wow. if it didn't happen on, on a, week, you know, a holiday weekend, he wouldn't never got fired. But he got fired. So what happened after that was he built a studio, radio studio in his basement. And he used to do con the, um, live from the compound in the studio on his free time. So his uh, friend and his uh, associate, uh, Keith Maresca, we call him Keith the Cop, said, you've got everything down there. Why don't you do a show from your basement? Everything is down there. And, they're and like, just, just break away from everything and just do the Break everything thing. away for it. He goes, it, this was July. So they said, look, <laughs> we, have, we, got it. we should be up and running in August because people are going to forget. And then in, uh, in August, I think it was August 2nd or whatever, they did the first uh, Anthony Cumis show. And they had Dice as the first guest. Wow, that's so, so cool. Well, yeah, because him and, you know, he knows Dice for a while and stuff like that. And they had it at the house. And then what they decided is trying to get people out from the city, kind of a hassle. So they wanted to get a centrally located place. So they're on 35th Street off of 7th in there. And it's been uh, it's been good ever since. They've now He built up his show and now he's got about four or five other shows on there. So he, he did very well for it. He's one of the most brilliant comic minds out there i you know now uh, speaking of wildlife you grew up with him mm -hmm. correct so tell us some experiences that you had as, with anthony cumia and you as a kid do you remember any oh god or were you like just very well behaved kids no crazy god later on god, god no god <laughs> but, but before no. you tell the story think of something what you're going to say i just want to say to, so, some things to our viewers um jim ray is saying mandy and bonnie need to step up their game and guess <laughs> shut up jim <laughs> Um, Dan Romano is watching. Hi, Dan. I love doing your show the other night. Thank you for having me. Lou Pratt is watching. Manny Arias is watching. And he said, Joe is a great comic and a great guy. Oh, thank you so much. And he too performed at Westbury Music Fair and was very uplifting, giving yes. me great advice before I performed there. Uh, he gave me great advice also. Um, and Jim, of course, is 
is always talking about the money. Howard Stern is worth like 600 million. He's doing fine. Uh, Bruno is saying the king of sold out comedy shows in the house, Dan Romano. And uh. Dan Romano's saying that they're, they're having their own conversation. Um, Jim Reyes said, Mandy, I give you permission to talk. Mandy's been kind of quiet this show. But I'm trying me. to let Joe finish a goddamn sentence. <laughs> yes. Let's so get we, back to Joe. Get back to you Joe. Asked him a question. Um, wild wildlife being when you were kids with Anthony Kumia. Ku, I'm saying Kumia. Actually, Kumia. he pronounces it Kumia. Kumia. Tell, tell, tell us some childhood stories. Um, there, We had some wild wild times but i think when the compound was up and running the compound is his house big mansion's got a movie theater and uh video um uh, the stu- the radio studios down there uh, stage and we we had some of the, some of the parties there were le- legendary oh legendary i did see some photos of yeah le- and what we would have is we would have the sunrise club i didn't know what it was about yeah. i had no idea <laughs> well we had the sunrise club and the sunrise club is where you drink till sunrise and then we take our sunrise picture and then we fall dead asleep. You know, we just had some, we had, but there's a lot of things that, that we, that we did and people that through the show you would meet. Um, well, like, where did you grow up? What? Oh yeah. We grew up in Huntington. We, Huntington. we grew up in, yeah, okay. I, I grew up in green. We grew up in Greenlawn. Um, Aunt grew up in East Islip, but he moved out to California. His dad had a, a ranch in California. So in 1977, he came back and his brother came back. And his brother, Joe, who is close friend to this day, we play in our bands and stuff like that, uh, told Anthony, there's a guy, Joe Curry, um, hook up with him the first day of school. This is high school. And Anthony and I, I met and we just started riffing back and forth and joking and stuff like that. You know, and then... Was this during class? Um, it was during the cigarette time outside, during class, during... I mean, we just, we goofed on everything and anything, you know? And we still we still do it today. We're in the car. We were in the car on Friday. We were doing uh, one of his the show events on Roy's for Pennsylvania Soul Gels, and we're just in the car, just making us, just making us la- making each other laugh. And we have all these inside jokes we do. Sometimes he'll do an inside joke just because I'm he knows I'm listening. But we yeah we had and some of the things that we had when we used to go to a, a rehearsal, we go down to rehearsal at uh, Dare Studio. Dare Studio. We go right down to 31 from from Elwood. And uh, we'd be in the car and we'd be listening to Sammy Hagar. And this is like um, when VOA, but I can't drive 55. And we're driving and we'd be like, wouldn't it be so cool, you know, to hang out and meet Sammy Hagar and drink with Sammy Hagar and stuff like that? Well, one night we did. You know, he was, they were doing an event and uh, I'm up on stage with those guys. And he said, Sammy, this is my buddy, Joe Curry. We play in a band. You have been such a big influence on us. And we we used to listen to your music to get stoked for rehearsal. And he goes, we always wanted a drink with you. We always say, he goes, gave us two shots at the kill. Well, you are now, you know? <laughs> and that was that was one for the books. Wow. Well, yeah. Bruno is saying, um, Anthony said his resentment began after Opie noted online that Sirius Management was ha- happy with the new show and had gained 20,000 new subscribers. That got me, Anthony says. We had discussed it on and off how moronic ma- management is with that type of radio. April 9th, 2015. What All did right, you, did you, you, Bruno, did you Google that? Perez, Perez um, did you Google that, Bruno? Let's do the fucking commercial so we can get back to the Oh my God, it is eight o'clock. We, we'll <laughs> so we'll get back to this in a minute. Uh, Mandy, why don't you go first? <laughs> We love you guys very dearly, very dearly. <laughs> no, we have a very knowing, uh, a very acknowledge- knowledgeable um, 
space. <laughs> All right. We got the Ambient Salon in Hewlett, located at 1344 Broadway in Hewlett, New York. You can call them at 516-295-4011. The Ambient Salon in Hewlett is a full-service hair, skin, and nails salon. They participate in a Mondays at the uh, Mondays a Racine salon, which means one Monday a month they give free spa, salon, and free wigs to anybody currently battling cancer. So if you're in New York, if you're on Long Island, you know anybody currently battling cancer, free spa services, salon services, and free wig. Uh, we are going to have the owners of that company on uh, in March. Um, uh, so you guys will get to meet them personally. Online booking at theambientsalon.com. Please give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at The Ambient Salon. And do not forget to tell them Bonnie and Mandy from the Wildflowers sent you. Oh, and do not forget that anything we say can and <laughs> yeah, that's will not, uh, should not be held against us. Our sponsors have nothing to do with us. Um, our beliefs and ideas expressed on the show have, do not reflect the beliefs and ideas expressed by people that sponsor us. Thank you kindly. Our sponsors um, don't want anything to do with us. That's okay, right. we'll make it clear. Our sponsors don't want us to tell them. Right. And Bonnie, oh, this is Kristen Tinsley, who we also love. Kristen's going to be. A, she's she she's booked for a, a show in April. Uh, our other sponsor is Keys Loves Jewelry. Key Fitz is a very good friend of mine, oh, and yes. he's also our sponsor. And they have the amazing stainless steel jewelry, all nickel and tarnish free. Keys Cutlery, Knives, Swords, and Self-Defense Equipment. Excellent quality for reasonable prices. You can shop online at keysloveswewelry.com or keyscutlery.com. Or you could go see him in person at Lala's Flea Market, 1075 Portion Road in Farmingdale. You can call him at 631-379-1781. And I just saw Key on Thursday because we were roasting Dan Romano. I had, we had a great time. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, so contact Keith, uh, go to the flea market. He's got excellent quality and thank you Keith for being our sponsor. So now we're going to get back to our show and our guest. And um, you know, this is fascinating stuff. So uh, if somebody is listening about Anthony Kumi, like, I don't know when is his show on now? Oh, his and, show? And I want to hear about your show. Oh, okie dokie. Uh, his show is on Compound Media, um, compoundmedia.com. Uh, so you Kimmel have to show. subscribe to yeah, listen to it? Yeah, it's a, a subscription-based, right, but it's like... I, I won't be able to listen to it. No, it's, <laughs> it, it's not that expensive. It's, it, it's not the price. It and means you, you have to technologically do something to, to get it. You, go, right? the, you, you just get the app, and you hit the app, and it brings up the shows. You have... In get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's too much for me. But it's on Compound Media. It's from, she can do it. <laughs> it's from four to six, and it's and it's it's a great. He's one of the most brilliant comic minds. Four that, to six a.m. or p.m. PM, PM uh, th Monday through Thursday. Monday through yeah. Thursday. Cool. You know, and, and are you a guest on that show? Uh, I was on a couple of weeks ago, and I'm probably going on a couple of week, uh, another couple of weeks. That's so cool. Yeah. Now tell us about your show. That you uh, our show, our show is called Davin's Den, and we are on every Tuesday, six thirty to nine thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're on DavinComedy.com. Uh, you go in there, you click live broadcast, and you can join the show. We're also on Facebook Live. 
I that can I can handle. Yeah, Facebook Live. We're on every Tuesday. And uh, when she's not in jail. When I'm not in jail. When you're not in jail. I saw that jail. <laughs> and basically, what we do, we talk. We talk about. We talk about politics. Uh, we talk about events. We have at least four, uh, four or five stories we discuss. But our biggest thing that we do is we scam scammers. Oh, that's cool. Internet scammers. So much so that we have been featured on American Greed on a Ooh. segment they did about scammers. We are consulted by the U.S. Army uh, because the uh, Army has a, a lot of soldiers that use soldiers' likenesses. And they'll say that they're a soldier in Afghanistan or whatever. And these scammers will scam people that way. That's terrible. It's awful what they Ugh. do. And we've been, we, and a matter of fact, there was one time that we, um, that, that there was a scammer that was scamming this woman and that was, po that, that said it was a soldier and wanted money. I called the scammer as General Bulldog, uh, Bulldog McIvey. <laughs> and I'm on the phone. It's on our best, uh, we have a best of CD. It's on our best of CD. And I got him on the phone. And I'm like, I, you're scamming everybody. And I go, we have our eye on you. We found Bin Laden. We can find you. <laughs> and the guy, and I go, look outside. Because I figured there's, there's birds all over the place. It's outside. I go, you see that bird out there? And he goes, yeah, that's a robot bird. I'm watching you right now. <laughs> Never heard from him again. <laughs> you scared him. We scared, that, we, scared, we scared, scared the hell out of him. So you find people because people reach out to you saying, I feel like Sometimes I, because there I'm was, not sure about this. this yeah, action. there are some scammer groups that we help scammers. But what happens is, is that these scammers come to us. And 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 Davin is magnificent at it. He you know he you know he leads them on. And oh, okay. So what kind of like has he strewn the bat? What is he strewn about? Well, what happens is <laughs> what happens is when they call up, they'll say hi, how are you? And you get into combat. Hi, how are you? And you bait them. You bait them, and it's like, well, my love. And they start like calling you love right away and but, stuff like, like he, that. So he has like a picture posted somewhere. Or something? Yeah, he'll they'll they'll post their picture, which is stolen from somewhere. Okay. And, and it's usually like somebody that looks really trustworthy. And, well, it's they'll steal photos of people, and they'll use that photo. And what they'll do is, you know, they try to, you know, get personal and stuff like that. And he goes right in there and gets personal with them. And what they do is. After a while, they want, they want money. They actually, the biggest thing that they want, and this is a key thing if you uh, are actually <laughs> get, getting scammed or you meet somebody or whatever, is they want an iTunes card. Can you get me really? an iTunes card? That's the big thing, an iTunes yeah. card? Because an iTunes card. It's easy to, to, to so, cash in. Yeah. So, instead of, uh, so when they ask for an iTunes card, he'll ask why. Well, I don't have work. It's very tough. Well, l let me help you find a job. <laughs> Yeah, he, he music is not going to help you. He gives him to help him find a job. Then another one is like, well, I'm having a problem with my lawyer. Well, give me my the lawyer's number. <laughs> I'll call him and we'll try to work things out. You know, and <laughs> and meanwhile, I had um, I I did a character, and it's funny. It's I it was his name was Dick Eldorado, which now I use as my my uh, character that I do in the Dick Eldorado show. But Dick Eldorado was uh, being scammed by this woman. And I would write the crappiest poetry to this woman. That, and she wants money out of me. So she's like, oh, that's real. I'm writing the Daffodils of August. And, and this and then I had a cat, Mr. Whiskers. And I worked at a used car lot. And I got beat up. And I couldn't send her the check. Maybe she could send me a check. So we put them through the damn ringer. And it's, it, it's, it's hysterical what we, what we do to them. And they deserve everything they get. Yeah. They're despicable 
cold people. Perfect example is um, if we're writing to them and it's like, well, I have to go. You, you, we've invested time. We've invested. We promised to send money. We told, you know, they tell um, Davin they love him. He tells them that he loves her and he get in all this. Well, I have to go and suddenly they start to get cold if they don't, we don't get money or anything like that. They don't get money. Now, the thing about it, we're doing a show. It's an it's like this. We're entertaining people. We're doing a show. But the sad reality is there's thousands of people that are not doing a show that get that hooked in with this. And, then, and, and, and you, you could go, oh, these people are dopes. And no, they're not. They're, a lot of them are professional people. They don't tell their family because they're embarrassed of what they did. They're, they're, they're lonely people looking for companionship. And, and these, these leeches just take everything they have. So it's great when we get them on the hook with us and we just take them for a ride. We also had um, this uh, Juliana Avalos. Juliana Avalos was a model and was also a scammer, alleged scammer. Who ran some schemes with her uh, with a boyfriend and stuff like that and we investigated them and they were going to sue i forgot who they it was a, it was a billion dollar lawsuit and they were suing i forgot what platform they were suing and we got all this evidence and we submitted it and we they dropped the suit so we screwed up their lawsuit for a billion wow, dollars good for you yeah so it's uh, it, it it's 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 a fun show we've been we've been doing it 10 years you know you know, so to it's speak. It's like an anti, uh, it's like what, well, like Dexter is like the murderer who kills him. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. serial killers who take serial killers, you're the scammers of scammers. Yeah, and, 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 and it's, and it's, and it's a fun show to do. And we also do, we do a lot of, uh, talking on politics. We discuss a lot of politics and stuff like that. Now, now you said people can com comment. Yeah. And so what with, kind of, what kind of feedback do you get when you talk about politics? Because one, one of the things that Mandy and I, you know, we, we agreed, um, just this is our opinion, is for us, uh, it divides the room. And, and you know, we don't want to divide the room, but once in a while we'll talk politics. Well, the whole thing about it, and we discussed this last night, there was a, um, there was a, a story that we did about a white woman who was, a, I believe, a running for office. I think, I forget where it was. But uh, there was a site where African-Americans and I think Latinos or something were talking, but it was an open forum. So she mentioned on the show, uh, she mentioned on this, this, this podcast thing that uh, because she had uh, big lips or whatever, that she got called the N-word and stuff like that. Oh, my God. The page called her out and said, you, how dare you? You don't know the struggle and stuff like that. So the debate was about, um, the debate was about whether... Um, it was right for them to call her out. Was it right for her to comment on that? And what we were discussing is basically taking a story and breaking it down because we said the host didn't do his job. If you have if you have controversy where you're going back and forth, we will. But believe me, it gets heated sometimes. But we will go through everything. We're very fact driven, and we and and that's what we like, and that's what we've been doing for 10 years and it's funny we comment on people on facebook that'll say stuff but don't do the research and 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 that's what we do we if we're going if we're going to debate about politics we will do our research or we'll you know we'll get and believe me we've stopped dead and we don't want to discuss it and we've we've gone for about an hour just on just on a topic going th through there but it's it's the conversation taking something that you might feel uncomfortable where somebody you divides the room but taking the division in the room 
and bringing the room together to see each other's point. Well, you agree or not, but no, you looked at every side of the story and you brought it, you, you made it cohesive. So in that, there were not, you know, there were nights we don't. Uh, we did a little bit last night, but not much. Um, sometimes we do a, um, a beginning chat. So like you ladies do, you have your, your chat se yeah. session. Our chat um, usually goes an hour and then we'll start go to our stories. We've, God almighty, last month we did uh, almost an hour and 30 because the topic was, I mean, we were, we were at each other's throats okay. trying to go at this topic because uh, Davin is more of a uh, left-leaning person and more of a conservative and, <laughs> uh, and we will, you know, we will go at it, but we don't, we don't take, you know, we don't just take his topic and leave it there. What, what Mandy and I do agree on is that whatever she says, I back her up 100% for her right to say it. And she does the same for me. Oh, but but that's, 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 that's the whole thing. And you want to know something? That is, is disappearing nowadays. It is. Where if you say something uh, contrary to what a popular belief is, you're called a racist. You called this, you know, I mean, I've had people call me Hitler, racist, you know, make a comment and it's like, oh, you're a racist. And I go, you're assuming because I'm a conservative that you're assuming that I am, um, you know, I'm horrible. I'm a racist, stuff like that. And I go, your assumption, you're a bigot for saying that because you don't know me. You don't know that I take things case by case. You don't, you, don't, you know, and, and you're a bigot. People fly off the handle. I did another one um, where the secret, the new secretary of health is a uh i guess she was a man or whatever right now she looks like ben franklin I've seen she looks like ben, she looks like <laughs> ben franklin so i posted on facebook i go biden is hiring one of his old friends ben franklin to be the health secretary <laughs> oh well you would say that now a friend, it's funny yeah but you would say oh how could you say that so um a person i went to high school with writes in and she writes she reads me the riot act and she goes so if this was an autistic person would you make fun of him I go, no. And I go, are you telling me that this person is transgender, that she's handicapped? And we don't see her no more. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, where's it, your correlation there? I, am, I wasn't goofing on the person because they were transgender. I'm goofing on them because they look like Ben Franklin. If you're a man and look like Ben Franklin, fine. Equal opportunity. If you're a woman and you look like Ben Franklin, Equal opportunity. Right. Everybody makes fun of everybody. Yeah. In the past, they used to. And everybody would everybody would be okay with being, a, like, we were just talking about all in the family with the chair. Yeah. Like, everybody made fun of everybody, and it was okay. And now... You like, can't. Now you can't even make fun of a potato. Yeah, I, I, mean, have, <laughs> I, I did a whole thing. Uh, check out on my Facebook page, okay, I have Dick Eldorado, my cat, talking about a potato. You know, and, and, and it's ridiculous, you know, it's ridiculous. And it was also uh, an argument I got in with a person. Um, they had something with Hillary Clinton and fried chicken where it said uh, two limbs, no breasts and something like that. I made the comment, a guy, a social justice warrior starts writing me, you know, how dare you say that? That's that's misogynist. I go, no, it's not. It's about Hillary Clinton. Well, I've got daughters that look at this and, you know, they might get bullied. You I know go, what's, You know what's interesting? I belong to that group, Social Warriors, um, Justice for Social Warriors, because I have two That's autistic right, who kids. That's you out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm like, now, who knows? Like, but, I, I belong to that group. And I think that's like, I, I, I can't believe that they 
said that to you. This guy, and then he goes, then, then he goes to me, he goes, you know what, people that hear this, you know, they could be suicidal and stuff like that. Do you realize that? And I go, yeah, for somebody that his father walked away from him and said, I, I can't take a ride with him. And then he killed, he put a shotgun to his head about 30, about 20 minutes later. Yeah, I get the whole suicide thing. So wrong again, you know, so you, you know, you look at these people and they don't, they don't critically think they get bent out of shape, you know? And sometimes, sometimes I get, you know, I have the time to do it. Sometimes I don't, but it's, you know, it gets, it gets uh, kind of crazy. Well, I do notice that when I put up something political, it gets a lot more comments and a lot more um, attention than when I put up something that's just benign and funny. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, and um, I just recently put my page back on public um, because when it, it, I, it got out of control. Um, something went viral and uh, it, people were attacking me. So I put it on private. Now I put it back it's, on public. It's just like your screen of COVID. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But, but, but I, I know now if it starts, something starts to go out of control, I'm going back on private because they, you know, they threaten people threatened me. They, um, they came after me and my, like my, my boyfriend is, social media uh, you know he has a fake name and nobody knows where he really lives yeah. all my information's right out there they yeah. can come right to my house and do whatever they want my address is there how much I money i earned you. is there <laughs> <laughs> what are you posting so uh, i you know as soon as it starts to get a little dicey i know thanks to mandy I um, how to put my <laughs> oh. settings on private back right. back to private Right. When I when it gets dicey, I'm going back to pri private settings. But here here's the here's the thing when you when you look at something on Facebook, if you see a topic, you you need to do your research. You have to I go, just stay away. Yeah, cuz you got to get cuz my show is political. I I you know, we've learned to do our research. So I go on and I'll research something, look at this, look at that, and then I'll make my post and when when the dogs come a calling, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is this. This is that. That is that. This is that. This is that. You know, um, a credit uh, to Carla Okerson because her, her and I used to fight like cats and dogs on Facebook, uh. and we fi <laughs> we finally met. And uh, you know, I, I I you know I gave her a hug and I said, I go, let me tell you something. I like debating with you because she goes, you don't debate with me anymore. I go because I you know well, I like you. But I blocked her a long time ago, yeah. and I don't want to know anything about her. Right, but <laughs> Andrew Ferdner, how are you? How are you watching? Bruno's on hashtag private Bonnie. That's funny. Yeah, yeah no, um, uh, she and I have a history that yeah, uh, we don't so talk about people on our show in a negative way, so I won't start. Well, now. I, I, but just to, just the one I'll thing talk to say to you after the show, <laughs> just the one thing yeah. to say is like, I, I go, I like debating with you because it's like studying for a law exam. Well, look here, I got to do this. I got to research. I got to call this guy. You know, so it's what, but She's you a got very angry lady. Yeah. That's all I have to but, say. But uh, no, yeah, you know, but uh, you got to you got to do your research. If you're going to do political stuff. Also, if you're going to do it on stage, you know, you really got to be. Yeah, you got to you got to play to the middle. You know? Oh, yeah. Man. Your mom's like, what happened to talking about wild animals? <laughs> There's a raccoon in the garbage pail. OK, we brought that up. Um, yeah, I, uh, well, politics is like when, when people start talking about politics, yeah, we're both sides behave like wild animals. Yeah. I, I mean, like, there you, go. you know, both sides think they're right. Both sides don't want to listen and both sides, um, act like two wild it animals. Gets, you know what? I, I tell you, it got to the point. Uh, you guys, you guys know JJ Boyd. Hi Taz. J JJ uh, Boyd. Oh, please. 
Oh my God. But let me explain. I, and I oh know, my God. Cancel called. Terrafani's already got two names. I know. Two, two names that more, set me off. But there's a story. Where's the matches? Where's the matches? There's a story. Let me explain. JJ and I have been be friends. This for guy, years. I'll tell you after Every the show. I understand. Not and now. I know. And JJ can be very ab abrupt. JJ and I fought like cats and dogs for at least three. I mean, really going after each other. This is an old friend. Yeah, yeah. And there was one time. It was uh, two years ago. Um, uh, there was a, a girl that was doing stand up. She got. She's been fighting cancer. The poor thing, and she passed away. And uh, uh, they posted the. Uh, God, I forgot her name at the moment. But uh, they passed away. So JJ goes, "Is this true?" And I go, JJ, find out what's 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 going on, and let me know. We, I mean, we just put the shields down. Yeah, right. And uh, she said, uh, yeah, she passed away. This is where she'll be reposing, and blah blah blah. And I go, okay. I go, I'll see you then. I go, oh, by the way, this ends right now. I go, because it can't take a death of an old friend to realize two old friends are fighting. Yeah. So after that, we just and he still goes on. And I, you know, we have, but. You see, that's the, and I, yeah, I, I get it, but it gets to a point. I, I don't want to say anything where, negative about anybody on this show because that's not what we're about. But when the show is over, you'll stay for a little bit, and I will tell you about <laughs> both of those people and what they did to me. Right. And it wasn't very nice. Right. Right. But, that's uh, all I have to say. But you know, sometimes you know, it, 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 it sometimes it gets too heated, you know, and you got to realize when it does that we're debating policy over people that are in the cap that don't care about now, us. Now, I have a question for you about that, though. Yeah. Both of those people that you just named, did you go on their page and start arguing with them, or did they come on your page and a start arguing with A little bit of both. A little, 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 okay. little bit of both. A little bit of both. You know? Because I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's it, a little bit of both. It takes two to tango, and anybody that's in comedy wants this fucking spotlight. We want the attention. We're ego Statistical maniacs. If you say you're not, mm -hmm. you're you're not self-aware. Well, no, because when it you're doing ta comedy, it, it ta when you're doing comedy, you're used to not really, not really um, having any binders on and saying what you want to say. That's the essence of being a comic. That's why why sometimes I'm escorted out of the supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you say you know you don't have you don't have the blinders or the chains on. So you say, and yeah, that's why comics go, go like that because we don't, we're not civilians. We don't, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't say that. Yeah, you could say it. You say it on yeah, stage. Yeah, I just did. You know, you and, can't say that, I just did. And, and we're outspoken and we call each other on stuff. So if you're outspoken and you say something like this, uh, comics are going to come, really? You feel that way? Blah, 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 blah. You really need to know your research so you can respond back, you know, and have a decent debate about it. Um. You know, sometimes people don't know how to debate properly. It gets ugly. I just yeah. feel that it's beyond debate. People, I and I'm I'm putting myself in the same category. People have an opinion, and no matter what facts you show them, you could bring them Jesus Christ Himself. It would tell you something. They're not going to change their mind, and probably I wouldn't change my mind. And it's it's be gone beyond the point of debate. No, yeah. no one's listening you to gotta, each you other gotta, You got to remember something. A bit before social media, the only time, when I was a kid, I don't know if you ladies know, uh, the only time that you would hear politics being discussed is at the holiday table. 
you know, when the aunts and uncles were there, that's the only time. And then or, they throw the turkey at each other. Oh, no, it would get, it would get <laughs> heated sometimes. Or or when my mom and grandmother would be in the car and he would, we, we would talk about it. And that, that was it. Right. That was it. You never heard. Uh, the news, there was only three channels. Um, I remember on Channel 5 as a kid, they had a debate on there um, every night or maybe uh, every other night. And, and, and that was it. Because of social media, it's the holiday table every freaking day. And everybody's got that's true. has got their say, you know. And th that's the thing with social, you know, social media and, and the way things are now, the way uh, and the, the media plays into that. So they've got us in our own camps. That's that's how media gets their audience, you know. So if you're on your in your own camp and you you know and something is said to the contrary, you go to battle with it, you know. So it, it, it's a very interesting dynamic that we've got ourselves into, especially the you know. The way the you know with the especially with the election, you know I mean the election was it a fair election? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, but you know it, it's something to look into. You can't go. Biden's not my president. No, he is. I think I don't even think Biden thinks he's his president. But uh, you know he's there. I, I think he's he he's there. But other people are making the decisions for him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, my whole thing was is that people voted personality over policy. I mean, whether you did dislike Trump or liked him, his policies were actually working. Um, as a person, he's pompous. He's an idiot. He can't yeah, keep his mouth shut. He's, not a, can't like, keep his he's not a likable person. No, he's not. So, But, uh, but he, he worked really hard and he put America's first. And, you know, it's evidence in all the different things that he did which Biden undid in the first month of the presidency took yeah. everything he did and, and took it away and and the, and the one thing you know one debate there's a debate you can get on with gas prices oh well since Biden came in gas has gone up and but well yes um after the election gas started going up now the key thing was the speculators the speculators said all right with the vi the vaccines out they're going to start to more people are going to start to get to work and gas is going to be more in demand so the price is going to go up now the thing about it is is that it's starting a little bit but when they said that that was far from it where trump would come in he would tweet on how the speculators are screwing the country and he would kind of back off. Biden isn't doing that. So even though that it's really the president's, you know, the, the president really doesn't have the, uh, to do with the price of fuel, he could shame the speculators in, instead of, you know, instead of jacking up the price of gas. Mm. Yeah. Well, we could talk a lot about that, but <laughs> um, Corey Maria say, is saying hi to you. Um, Mike Long, who I think is my boyfriend, I don't know, for some reason he couldn't get on said sometimes someone you love and think of as friends misunderstands something that was said in a noisy room and just blocks you and never even wants to talk to you about what they think they heard. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I think that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much going on here. Bruno said make love instead of politics. Yes, yeah. I, that's, that's what we try to do. Usually on this show, we don't talk about politics because everybody's talking about politics and we try to get away. away <laughs> That's the funny from thing. It. Cause you said, we usually don't talk about politics. We just did what about 10 minutes, 15 minutes on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, but, that's good. That's good conversation. It makes for a good show. You know, good yeah. conversation. So yeah. Well, me and Mandy will talk about that, but <laughs> we'll see. Mandy, I'm going to let you have some, some say in this. Cause Joe, what is your spirit animal? My spirit animal. I would say my spirit animal would be the bear. Ooh, that's what I would 
identify as? Why the bear? Ah, uh, because the bear could be qu quiet. He minds his own business. He, he, yeah, well, <laughs> he, Cuddly. yeah, he likes to eat food. Um, and if you mess with the bear, uh, you're dead. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm. I, I can feel yeah. that. Um, more comfortable on water or land? Um, I like water. I love. I want to come back as a when I get reincarnated. I want to come back as a seagull. Um, because necessarily a, a water animal. But, but you stay at the beach. All right. You fly. You look at... A fast food, though. High class. And that's... What, man, don't no, let me tell you something. You fly. You look at girls. You eat garbage. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Now, what happens but is... it's not like you can do anything with the girls. You're a seagull. What, you going to go in their hair? I could just come up and go, ah, you know, it, it's fun. And, and a good thing, you because know, what happens is when you, when, wherever you wind up, there's the reincarnation table. And they're all, you know, I want to be, I'm going to go to the seagull table. There's going to be people going, oh, don't you want to be a raccoon? I was a raccoon in the 1500s. No, I'm going to be a seagull. I want to be a seagull. So, <laughs> Shane o o Ogden said, damn, that chair makes you look dapper, sir. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And Corey Marie is saying uh, that the seagull is a sky rat. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's no, they are. Funny. Oh yeah! Animals are definitely afraid of. Uh, rats! I hate rats. Ooh. They and I had a rat I tried to kill and I couldn't kill. He was in. I tried what to you hit. Try to kill it with? Well, I tried to stick when he was coming out of the pail and he ran away. How old were you? Oh God! I, 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 Yesterday. Yeah, this was five years ago. That was six years. Six, about six or seven years ago. So, and I was married at the time, and my my ex-wife called the rat my pet because I couldn't kill it. So. Here's the deal. I hated him. I couldn't why, stand him. He was in your house? Yeah, he was in my garage. Is that oh my God. On the <laughs> no, no, a lot of other stuff. That's another show. But what happened was what really pissed me off with the rat, because the rat knew I couldn't kill him. So um, <laughs> it would taunt you. So oh yeah, and I'll tell you how. I'm 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 on my pads with this when I smoke. I'm smoking a cigarette on the patio. And I see the rat coming up the street. <laughs> oh god, rats in a moonlit night. Just what happy as a clam going, Yeah, you, you, you ladies have a favorite restaurant? Yes. Do you have the, you know the look you have when you know you're going into your favorite restaurant? Yeah. You've yeah. been looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. It's a, he had that look walking into the street, coming up my driveway. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I'm going to kill you. And I couldn't, I would put, I, I couldn't catch him. I couldn't catch him. Couldn't catch him. I, I, I used to live, uh, when I was, when I was, uh, years ago, I was teaching in Queens. And for a little while, I lived in Windsor Park Apartments in right. Queens. And they had this, like nature walk that you could right behind my building mm. and I used to jog down that path and I'm jogging down the path and all of a sudden I see this big thing that looked like a cat but it had that long tail <laughs> and I stopped jogging and I looked at it and then this older man this old elderly man he was walking in the opposite direction and he we both looked at each other and he goes yup it's a rat. <laughs> it was a rat the size of a fucking cat. I hate rats. I hate them. And then we both just were like, we gave each other a look like, oh my God, and we just went on. I used to, uh, um, there used to be shows uh, with the Opie and Anthony show in Bar 9 in the city. And uh, the great times used to, Wednesday, everybody would come down and we would play. And you would pack up, there's a restaurant on the corner. They go around the street. And you used to have rats hanging up by the garbage pile. I'd come by oh that. My and they, God. they knew I was coming because they, eh, eh, I'm, like, ah, I'm holding all my stuff. I'm like, I hate you rats. I don't like rats. Shane Olden wants to know what is your favorite gen, 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 genre of music? 
Ja uh, genre? Uh, all right. Let me, let, let, let me tell <laughs> I that. I think he meant to say genre. The word, the word, well, here's the deal. Because, because he's a musician, wait, too, guys. Wait, Peter Wolfinger, I threw a dead rat in the middle of a busy crosswalk in Times Square. Whoa. It's running. Oh, Peter, Peter that's I, funny. I really hope you did one of these, like, yeah. t-shirt, like, at a Mets game. You should have filmed there. that. That's freaking funny. <laughs> so here, here's the deal. Here's the deal with the, the word. The word is genre. I was on okay, uh, I Don Jameson. Don, he probably typed it right, and I probably no. He, Don Jameson. <laughs> Don Jameson used to be on that metal show, and he has a show on Anthony's platform called that Jameson Show. I'm a guest on that show, and we're talking about um, uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and stuff like that. And I go, yeah. I go, well, right now, I go with that genre of music. Those guys are really at the forefront. Lisa Curry is a comic. Um, she was a co-host. She was host, uh, a guest on the show along with me. Ten minutes later, she goes, "Did you say Janeer?" Now here's the thing, with authority, I said, "Yes, Janeer, you moron, you moron, moron." And it's been a running, a running joke. <laughs> genre is Ever the correct genre is the correct but it looks like it says Janeer. yes it does <laughs> and it's like and it's and i have been merc i mean mercifully teased you know with no mercy at all i've been but for this and i don't care for the simple reason i looked and said with authority to lisa Curry, yes Janeer, <laughs> you more you're a moron you're as, can't be that stupid but that's hilarious yeah. that is hilarious all right so it is 8.30. Um, we're going to say our sponsors, sponsors, and then you're going to say your last thought and yeah, okay. tell us where people can find okay. you, anything you want to say. So, Mandy, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah, we got the Ambient Salon in Hewlett. Um, give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at the Ambient Salon. Um, and they have online booking available at theambientsalon.com. Don't forget to tell them Mandy and Bonnie from the Wildflowers sent you. And uh, Key's like... Late Keys Love Jewelry, Stainless Steel Jewelry, all nickel and tarnish free. Key fits. Everybody who's a comic knows him. Yes. He's a wonderful nice person. Guy. Great guy. Keys Cutlery, Knives and Swords, and Self-Defense Equipment. Excellent quality for reasonable prices. Shop online, keyslovesjewelry.com, keyscutlery.com, or visit him and his beautiful wife, Teresa, at Lala's Flea Market, 1075 Portion Road in Farmingdale. You can reach him at 631-379. One seven eight one. Can everyone please press the share button right now? I'm telling you, right? All three of us, press the share button. Share the show right now, or we'll have to beat the fucking shit out of you. And we're gonna let even when we're seagulls in our picture live. Oh, thank we'll you. Shit on your blanket. P Peter Wolfinger, thank you. He said great show. Have a sure great night, guys. The last word goes to Joe Curry, our wonderful guest. Yes. Hi. How you doing? Uh, you can find my uh, stuff on JoeCurryComedy.com. Uh, also, Davin's Den uh, at davincomedy.com. Uh, We're live to every Tuesday, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go to davincomedy.com. Click live broadcast. You are there. Also, go to the Davin, uh, Davin's Den Facebook page. We are there. Then we have my band, Fragile Sky. Uh, we will be featured on D-City Music on March 26th. They'll be featuring three of our songs. Also, an interview with Don Jameson from that metal show. Uh, you can go to FragileSkyMusic.com or FragileSky at Reverb Nation. Also, tick, check out Dick Eldorado on the Dick Eldorado page, and you can see my postings there. And, uh, yeah, and that's it. And thank Ooh. you for having me, ladies. Oh thank you. It was God, a great time. Good time. Thank Good you time. so much for coming yes. on. Thank you, We're gonna have thank you our audience. Share the show. We didn't get to have Yes, we, 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 we have to have you back. 
sir. Everybody's saying great. Have a great night. Great show. Thank, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please share the show. Good night, everybody. Bye. Take care. Love you. Love each other. Don't argue about politics. <laughs> All right, we are.